Sam sent me a trailer for a new movie. Okay. It is called Slother House. <laughs> exactly. Killer Sloths. It is hysterical, the trailer. It comes out in theaters August 30th. You need you need to check this trailer out. Is this might be the new cocaine bear? <laughs> All right, what? cool. It might be Slaughterhouse in theaters August thirtieth. Wait a minute. Oh, S L O T H E. Yeah, of course okay. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Slaughter Slaughter Slaughterhouse movie. Slaughterhouse, yes. Senior Emily Young wants to be elected sorority president. She adopts a cute sloth, thinking it'll help her win. But a string of fatalities implicates the sloth. <laughs> this is absolutely going to get seen somehow. Absolutely. Back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also reach out and connect with us on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchlist Pod. And you can catch up on all of our back episodes by going to thewatchlistpod.com, where you will find, guess what? Your list of stuff that we hate and stuff that we love, so you can compile your next watch list. And then if you happen to listen to us or uh, on Apple, I just lost my words. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. Yes, please. Hey. Hey, hey, what's up? So today's show is going to be a little short because I'm actually doing Oppenheimer today. Ooh, okay. Uh, so we're recording this show on Saturday, the Saturday before the show gets released. So next week you will have my review of Oppenheimer. All right. Completing the Barbenheimer thing. Gotcha. This week you get my take on Barbie, which you want me to do that now? I could do that right now. Absolutely. What What did you think of Barbie? I thought Barbie was hysterical. My theater was not packed at all. I mean, there were maybe 20 people in the whole theater when I went and saw it last Saturday afternoon. Um. I thought it was hysterical. It was funny. I felt like I was the only one laughing at a lot of the jokes in it. And yes, yes, it is slap you in the face with its you know down with the patriarchy message. But who cares? It's hysterical. It is so much it's... fun. And yeah, you totally should go see it. It's not for kids. It'll be way over the kids' heads. They won't catch on way to over. so much of the funniness. I way would over. take kids yeah. to this. But people did. People brought small kids with them, and the kids seemed to only laugh, like forced laugh, when other people were laughing. Yeah, and and that is why I think this this movie is beautiful. Mm -hmm. it, you would think that a movie called Barbie would be fluff and utter, yeah, just yeah. like you go in there, you get an hour and a half worth of a Barbie adventure, and it is so not no, that. Not at all. And I was laughing hysteric, hysterically like you at stuff that was going way over kids' heads. Oh, totally. And by kids, I'm talking like 20-year-olds, which, yes, that made me feel fucking old. But the entire opening sequence where the children are playing with their oh dolls. Oh, my God, and then, that was awesome. <laughs> and it's 2001, A Space Odyssey. I'm laughing my ass off at the correlation 
and it's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. And 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 not that other people are looking at me like, oh, what's this like old guy laughing at? It's just a giant Barbie. No, <laughs> it it meant something. Yeah. yeah. And everything in this movie means something. Mm-hmm. And and that is why it will get nominated for best picture. I hope it and does. best script. I hope it wins because this is great. It's great. So, I, in part, I'm seeing Oppenheimer today mm-hmm. to see what the competition is like for best picture. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Because Barbie certainly has no pun intended the legs to last through a while. Yes. But also. To be nominated for Best Picture, and I think it will be. So, good. I'm glad you liked it. I really liked it. And, yeah, that one little girl with the glasses at that opening sequence, the face she makes as she's smashing the doll, just, that's totally me. That was me as a Mm. kid. I was this violent little girl. (laughs) No. Yeah. Can you believe that? No. I have many memories of you, Patty. But me being violent but, is not one of them, right? <laughs> but me, no, I've never seen you violent. I've never yeah. seen you not, and I don't sure. ever want to see you violent. Yeah, yeah. I never want to see you violent. Okay. <laughs> but I've seen you drunk, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm not a violent drunk, which is a good thing. No, I'm a very happy drunk. Yeah. Only blacked out once. I don't think I ever have. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Now I think about it. I've never blacked out once. Like I would That's remember good. that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection of missing time. Let's put it that way. You have no recollection of blacking out. Yeah. That in itself is hilarious. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um I have got three things today. I do too. One is completely awful. Oh. One is okay. Not bad. It's on the positive side of, okay. And then one is, you absolutely need to watch this. I have three things, and they are all, and with the wackiness ensues. Fantastic. Yes. So why don't you go first? I will go first. So the first movie is on Netflix that Dwight found this and put it on. It is called Holly Blood. It is a Spanish teen rom-com where the new kid in school has a crush on this girl and she is a total fangirl for like the vampire novels and vampires in general. Nice. Well, he pretends to be a vampire, not knowing that there's a real vampire in town and the wackiness ensues. This is <laughs> fucking hysterical. There's a movie within the movie they go see called Holly Blood. And that movie, within the movie, I'm like, what are we watching? What is this? It is so goofy. And they do some call-out references to, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and some other things that is just great. It has an English dub track, but it's in Spanish because it's, you know, from Spain. It's a Spanish movie. But it's hysterical, and you really should give it a shot, even though it... You really should. It really should. Because, you know, with the strikes happening and... I went and got my hair cut on Thursday, and my hair lady didn't realize there was an actor strike going on. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, you better get used to some, you know, foreign stuff, because there isn't going to be much American stuff coming out uh, over the next year or so. Yep. 
So here's a good one. Get you started on the international scene. Holly Blood. It's on Netflix. You totally got to watch it. <laughs> right? It's hysterical. <laughs> she awesome. she actually believes that he's a vampire for nice. a while. And I'm like, how dumb is she? <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it's great. It's such a great movie. Uh, well, that's way better than the first thing that I Uh-oh. have. What you got? So on Amazon Prime, there is a piece of shit called The 50 Worst Movies Ever Made. And it's one of those countdown lists of of just movies that are horrible. Now, usually I'm a sucker for this because usually it's accompanied by, you know, a couple of talking heads saying, oh, yeah, this is the worst, you know, and. Did you do you remember when um, VH1 did the I love the seventies, yeah, I love the eighties, I love the nineties? Netflix has done a bunch of those kind of things too, where you get some right. random B-lister talking about whatever it is yeah, they're talking B-listers, about. B-listers, musicians, comedians, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. But it's funny given their observations of it, right. and you kind of go, "Oh yeah, this has none of that." Oh, what? <laughs> it is sixty minutes long. And it it actually just goes from one bad movie listing to the next. Oh. And, and it has no host, no nothing, just a disembodied voice. And sometimes the disembodied voice will say, and at number 47 is this. Oh. Coming up, now there's number 46. And it's, oh. and it's, it's terrible. And then I looked... Because it said Ishtar was just over 20 years old. I was like, when the fuck was this made? <laughs> 2004. Oh, God, you found something from 2004. Jeez. And I, and I was like, well, fuck. That, that, that just negates everything because it's negating another 20 years right. of bad movies. Oh, the only good thing about this is that it differentiates between so bad it's good and so bad it's just awful. Oh. But stay away from, on Amazon Prime, the 50 worst movies ever made. It is not fun at all. And that kind of that kind of document, I even hesitate to call it a documentary, but that kind of show should be fun. Mm-hmm. It should be fun and kitschy and, and just as stupid as, as the movies themselves that they're, they're highlighting. Lame. La- oh, lame. totally lame. Oh. All right. Anyway. Okay. okay. So my second thing is on Vicky. It's a movie. The movie title is kind of weird and stupid. I think it's something's lost in translation, but it's called My Heart Puppy. Puppy love? No, maybe, maybe that's what they mean to do. But there's like, like a heart in the middle. My, an actual heart puppy. But anyway, uh, okay. Our guy Minsu. His bestest friend in the whole Bro Minsu. Yep, our guy okay. Minsu. His bestest friend in the whole world is his golden retriever, Rooney. Ah uh, shit. Nothing happens to the dog, does no, it? No, nothing happens to the dogs in this. Nothing All right. happens. Because fuck that yeah. shit, man. Rooney helped him get through the death of his mother and his he grew up with him and Rooney's like his bestest friend. Well, after Minsu proposes to his fiance. She admits that she is allergic to dogs, like violently allergic. Her throat swells shut. And he's like, well, how have you been 
able to hang out here. She and she pushes a little bag full of her antihistamines over to him, like, yeah, but I can't Aww. live off of these. And he's like, oh. So he reluctantly decides to try to rehome Rooney. No. And with, uh, uh, with the help of his cousin and social media, they go through a, a string of really weirdos who are thinking they could adopt a dog. Um, one guy is like a clean freak, and before he will even let them sit on his furniture, he's got like a lint roller that he's rolling all over them. Well, the one guy who's covered in, uh, Minsu, who's covered in dog hair, and the other guy who's got like one hair on his shoulder. And they're like, yeah, this guy's not right. And he's like, I need to make sure that that's the right person. So they go on a quest to find somebody to take in Rooney, and they go to the cousin, the uncle's house. Because the uncle has a dog, and he thinks, man, these two will get along great. There's a big yard. Well, the uncle's, uh, his his daughter is in Boston, and she's having a baby, but she's got some complications, and his wife has just flown to Boston, and he's going to have to go to Boston. So he's looking for a home for his dog while they're gone. So now they got two dogs on their quest to find a new home. And then they found a box of puppies, and so now they end up with like eight puppies. That's what, the wackiness ensues. This is, this is a really good, heartwarming, wonderful story. That really, if if you like dogs, you totally need to see this because it's it, this is a great movie. All right, first it's of all, really I fucking great. love dogs. And yes. off air, I'm going to ask you what the fuck happens. Okay, because you've already given away enough to to people. Yeah. I gave it but, enough, but this is the cutest. You know, he's trying to rehome one dog and ends up with eight. <laughs> but this is this is where, I, I I mean, okay, the wackiness ensues from there. Where is this movie, Vicky? It's on Vicky. It's called right. My Heart Puppy, which is a very weird name. So hopefully you remember it. Or like My Love Puppy, because I Maybe. Heart Huckabees well, was kind of like that. But well, you can't search on. I love puppies to find it. You have to search my heart puppy. Okay. Yeah. Or just come yeah. to the watchlistpod.com and you'll find a link to it. Yes, I can All link right. you to it. All right. <laughs> so I have the exact opposite of that in oh, Transformers no. Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> Did you expect that to be good? Actually, no. Okay. Which is why it gets my, hey, this isn't bad. Oh, so Laura and I, you know, every now and then, and I always strike while the iron is hot. She says, you know, I'm in the mood for an action movie tonight. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. All right, come on, let's go. Let's do this. And, you know, we do the inevitable. And I am basically, air quoting here, flipping channels. I'm going from Netflix to Hulu to Amazon to Paramount to Peacock to Disney to you know, Max, and I'm trying to find, you know, something to watch. And we just happen to have Paramount Plus and Transformers Rise of the Beasts is there. <sighs> it's stupid to try to tell you the plot. Uh, yeah. Because basically the plots of these are all the same. Happy-go-lucky good robots versus awful shitty, for some reason, extra fucking sharp robots. Oh. And, and, and humans get involved, and as you say, the wackiness ensues. Indeed. But what's cool about this movie is that it's not all action porn. 
Transformers 3, the one that actually took place in Chicago, okay. bored the fuck out of me. And it bored the fuck out of me because there was so much action going on, I became numb to it. I didn't care for it after a while, and I just wanted it to end. At least in this movie, the human characters are given enough screen time and character development where you actually care about them. And you actually are Transformer-less in a few scenes. And it balances out pretty well. So here's, here's where another thing good comes in. Even though there are a couple of Easter eggs about, you know, who's been here and what and how long and blah, 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 you don't need to see any previous Transformer movie to see Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh, good. Okay. If you have Paramount Plus, you could absolutely do worse. Uh, and yeah. that is and that is a positive review. I, yes. uh, that is an absolutely positive review. So, you know what? You could do worse. So if you're looking for an action picture, there you go. And my last thing is on Netflix. This is based on a webcomic. It's called, it's an animated film called Nimona. And Chloe Grace Moretz, RuPaul, Riz Ahmed, Eugene Lee Yang, Francis Conroy, Lorraine Toussaint, and Beck Bennett. It, this is like almost a star-studded voice cast Shit. for yeah, this it thing. Is. It's got some big names. Um, so the plot of this is Glorith saves the kingdom from the great black monster and then as they, you do, but why has the monster got to be black? Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that's Sorry. a good question. Take that and as it is. Then they enclose the kingdom with this high wall for protection from the monsters outside the wall. As you do. Now, the kingdom is part medieval and part futuristic. So imagine like knights in armor using swords that shoot lasers on flying motorcycles. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. And then a pew. dungeon with the bars, but like the Star Trek glowing force field around the opening. <laughs> it's <laughs> Okay. I loved it. I love that mix of future and medieval. That was great. But the kingdom founds the Institute for Elite Knights. Only nobles can become knights. And of course, there's this boy who has dreams of becoming a knight. Mm. Queen... Valerian wants to change these rules so that anybody can be a knight and she allows him into the institute to be trained uh, but not everybody likes this and then you fast forward years later our commoner boy now is known as Ballister Boldheart he and his confident slash lover Ambrosius Goldenloin <laughs> are about to be knighted and at Golden the Loin? Yes. Really? There's Gold a character named yes, Golden Loin? There's a character known as Golden Loin. They're about to be knighted at the big graduation ceremony. The queen gets murdered, and Ballister Boldheart is framed for it. Enter <sighs> Nimona, the mischievous teenage girl who happens to be a shape-shifting creature that he is sworn to destroy. She is out for violence, and she wants to be the evil, evil, dastardly thing. She could be anything from a dragon to this tiny little boy with sad little eyes. The wagginess ensues from there. This is so much fun. It is 
so much fun. And the subtext of the relationship, the gay relationship between Golden Loin and Boldheart, I felt that was super subtle. Like, I didn't pick up on it at all until he is, like, talking to the director of the Institute and says, I have to capture the love of my life and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, love of your life? Wait, when? what did I miss? There must have been clues that I totally didn't pick up on. From Golden Loin? I, I just thought they were being goofy because, you know, because why not? But this, um, apparently there's a big uh, talk of the LGBTQ themes in this. Cool. That I didn't pick up on at all. I just thought this was a fun movie and Chloe Grace Moretz does great as the voice of Nimona. She really brings her to, to life. And now I kind of want to look up that webcomic graphic novel Nimona to read the original source material. Well, what I what I dig about Chloe Grace Moretz, and I have not seen this movie, but Chloe Grace Moretz has really transitioned well from... How old is this movie, by the way? Uh, it's brand new. It just came out. She has transitioned well from child actor to adult actor. Yeah, in, I would say in, so, yeah. in a lot of the things that she has done. So kudos to her. Mm-hmm. Second of all, kudos to this movie for naming a character Golden Loin. I think there's another character with a similar name, but I didn't Love write that. it down. But, but it proves that it doesn't matter one fuck what sexual orientation you are. You just go after the love of your life. Yeah. That's the mission. Yeah. That's what you have to do. It doesn't matter if it's whatever character you said name is. It, it just is. So if you didn't pick up on it, who cares? Yeah, I didn't care at all. Right. It, it had no bearing on the story. It was just like a throwaway kind of, well, I mean, the catching it, the love of his life to arrest him, is that's a big deal, you know, whether it was a male or a female. Right. But right. it didn't matter. Right. Like, it didn't have to be... Yeah, it was great. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's uh, the, the big themes of Nimona for people with kids who care about this. Uh, it's about persecution, acceptance, and your identity. This is Sweet. so much fun. It's on Netflix. It's called Nimona. Totally, totally watch this. Hunt it down and watch it. It's great. All right. The last thing that I have is on Apple TV+, Plus, and it is called Hijack. I reviewed this not too long ago. Did you? Yes, the Idris I did. Elba thing. Yes, I did. And All how right. they hijack a plane, and each hour is like an hour of the flight from Dubai to uh, Heathrow. Yeah, kind of, sorta. No, I mean, totally. That is actually. No, what it is. Well, all right. I mean, you're not trapped on the plane, but yeah. No, no, no. But we started watching this. Mm-hmm. It's fucking incredible. It is. It's amazing. Now, now don't. Give away anything. We have three episodes oh, there's left. There's nothing to give. I haven't seen the last three. I don't. I. I. Are the last three out? Yeah. I'm at least. I'm at least one episode from the end. I don't. I'm not sure. Okay. There might be more. I don't know. This is must view shit. I'm telling you, Apple Plus is the best. Place. Apple TV. Yes. If you get rid of any streaming service, do not get rid of Apple TV Plus. That is where the quality is. Yeah, if you're going to spend money on a service and you don't know which one to go with, pick Apple Plus. Pick Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba, like you probably said before, plays a negotiator. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what kind, yeah, but we he don't negotiates. Know what he yeah. 
Yeah. And he's on a plane between the the hostage takers and the hostages trying to bring resolution to everything while trying to inform the ground that the plane has been taken. The 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 lady from Torchwood is in this. Uh, yeah, you I told you she was I in know you like, did, oh but I'm gosh. I'm uber excited about yeah, this it was, now. It was episode 220 that I reviewed this. And this is episode 225. Yes, dear. Well, whatever. Just throwing out there. Ah, the yeah. patriarchy. Yes, anyway. Patriarchy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I've got horses going on in the background. It's great. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, people. I agree with Patty. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, absolutely fucking binge the shit out of this. Because mm-hmm. it, is, it is great. It is, uh, it, it's extremely intense. Yeah. And and when I say that, I mean it's intense because there is not one character in this show that is stupid. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. is rare. Everybody makes logical choices and then acts on those. And and off air I will tell you about a disappointment that we had in this show, but oh, it has no. nothing to do with 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 anything going on. Okay. But it is absolutely worth your time, and it's nice to see intelligent characters. Yeah, yeah. All around. There's not one that is stupid. Mm-hmm. And usually you have stupid, and here you don't. Hijack on Apple TV+. Plus. As soon as you can, please, with sugar on top. Right. Totes. Totes my goats. Mm-hmm. Patriarchy. Uh, horses. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I want to see that again. <sighs> but anywho, all right. Now, people, you know there's still a strike going on. Yep. So uh, your watch list with Patty and Bill is going to be very valuable to you. Mm-hmm. So do me a favor. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on the Contact Us button or hit us up on social media. What have you found off of our list that has served you well? And don't give me that shit that you've only watched shit that we actually like. You've probably said, oh, I'll probably like this, even though they didn't. And you were like, yeah, they were fucking right. (laughs) Let us know. I would love to know how we have helped you. We provide a public service that we eventually want to get huge sponsorship for and get paid. All right. Yes. That's it. That's all I got. That's, yeah. Next week, I will definitively have Oppenheimer for you. Okay. <clears throat> I might go see it. I don't know. Well, Laura didn't want to go see it because okay. it's about the fucking nuclear bomb. Exactly. I wanted to see, and, and what's interesting about this is that there are three formats out for it right now. Yeah. There's regular digital. Mm-hmm. There is IMAX. Mm. And then there's a 70 millimeter print of it. Oh. I am seeing it in 70 millimeter today. Okay. To put it in context, it is basically playing the album instead of listening to the CD. Interesting. So I am I am very much looking forward to that kind of presentation. 
Well, Dwight saw it, and he stayed awake through the whole thing. So there's that review for you. That that's actually a five fucking star review from um, anybody like, else. He's given it an Oscar, really. Exactly. If he's staying awake, you know something <laughs> yeah. is good. Yeah. But I have a feeling that this will not only obviously be a contender for Best Picture, but will win. I do not ever want to take away anything from Barbie, but this is just such Oscar bait. Three hours oh, long, totally a is. drama. Yeah. yeah. You know, just the the cast and the pedigree of it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Comedies never seem to win Best Picture. And I would love for them to. Yeah. I am rooting for Barbie so hard that one of these days, and, and it's going to take years because there's the old guard still exists in Hollywood. Yeah. But it would be nice, especially in a field of up to 10 pictures for Best Picture, mm-hmm. one of them, whether it be sci-fi, comedy, even horror. Yeah, like a genre film. Like a genre pick, not just a drama, mm-hmm. wins for Best Picture. One of these years. Do you think Barbie could win for writing? Yes, absolutely. And and I think it could win for writing because it is original. Yeah, I th- totally. I I think that this is a totally original movie. I it's so well crafted, and uh, the fact that they brought back like um, discontinued dolls. Like I had no idea there was an Alan doll. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. what was Alan supposed to be? Was he before Or the pregnant doll that they just kind of said. I remember yeah. the pregnant doll. Did you I really? I remember her. No. And I remember the skipper who's, you crank her arm and she gets boobs. I remember that skipper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, weird. Um, but <laughs> I think weird. it absolutely will. And it is a lock, an absolute fucking lock for set design and costumes. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. If it... Even if there is the period piece of all period pieces taking place in fuck all England somewhere in 1750, it will not win against Barbie's set decoration and design. Yeah, definitely not. And I'm not shitting on set decoration from 1750. Fuck all Europe, so please don't get on me for that. (laughs) But I'm tired of basically the Bridgertons of movies winning that kind of Oscar. That's why it was refreshing that Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever mm-hmm. took home Oscars for costume design. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, yay. That is a move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But the right direction being fair and equitable consideration right? yeah. across all genres. Yeah, even you know, futuristic stuff is just as hard to craft as period stuff i mean period stuff at least you got a reference for yeah the futuristic stuff you're that's like completely original yeah oh and i will say one other thing too and then i'll let you guys go you know what was on tv the other night no bill and ted's excellent adventure oh i love that movie and i and i said to laura i said i actually stayed up and watched it and actually, I didn't stay up for Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which is which was on right afterward. But because in what is on basic cable these days, it always seems to be, even though I love it, John Wick, an Avengers movie. Yes. 
or just like some, or or like a Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. It was so refreshing to see at nine thirty or ten o'clock at night Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I stayed up and watched it from Big Pig's entry, like the opening <laughs> credits, to to the end report. Nice. And it was great. It was just absolutely refreshing. So hopefully, especially during a strike, they wheel out some older movies that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And it and it keeps you going. So there you go. Thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you so much. We like you. If you know a sponsor that has a million dollars that wouldn't mind <laughs> sponsoring a couple of kids, you know, from Chicago, uh, yeah. that'd be nice. We, we wouldn't even need on like the, the winning Powerball Mega Millions. Yeah, that'd be great. It's up to one point five billion. Yeah, which one is it, Powerball or Mega? Uh, eh, whatever. Who? Cares? Uh, you know what? I'd take the <laughs> the the one that's not up to a billion shit. You know? uh, yes, I, I would. I only and want you know a what? billion. As as we are fond of saying in this household, it just has to be life changing money, and yeah. life changing money can be anything from a few thousand dollars, depending on your financial situation, to a couple of or like ten or twenty thousand dollars to pay off a mortgage. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one point five billion. Yeah. It could be one point five thousand for all we right? care. Yeah. But anyway, just yeah, being appreciative it, of what you have. I wouldn't say change my life. I'd say make it better. Like even it out. Even out the playing field. Well, if you if you had do you guys own or rent? We're renting. So if we could buy a house, that'd be great. If we could yes. you know, pay off Precisely. all the bills and be done with it and then my money is mine and not everybody else's. Correct. That's that's you know that that would be alter. awesome. When I hear life altering, mm-hmm. I'm like, I am now a billionaire and I get to live in a mansion. That's what life altering means. Because, but I just you know I don't want my life to completely change. Just be more comfortable. Yeah. Less. Worries, if I won one point five billion, this show is getting made from Morocco. And I'm going to be there on some fucking yacht in the middle of the fucking Mediterranean. And I'll be like the watch list with Patty and Bill, bitches. And I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just being weird. In Morocco? I, hey, you know what? Not too far from Casablanca. I guess. Or, you know what? Hey, broadcasting live from Tokyo, Japan, yo. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or down under in Australia. Oh, that would be nice too. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. The Caribbean, anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Live from an island, my own personal one. <laughs> but not the one yeah. where the fire festival happened. This isn't fire. Yeah. Festival. No. No. Fuck the fire festival. <laughs> All right. You guys take care out there. Hey, if you win the lottery. Please sponsor us. We would love that. But anyway, good luck to everybody. Thank you very much for listening. And we will catch you next time. Yes. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.